Welcome to the Pastor's Porch, a place where pastors encourage one another, speak freely about the Word of God, and engage in real communal relationships with the body of Christ. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pastor's Porch. It has been a couple long weeks uh, from us putting out some content. We were enjoying Christmas and the New Year and some family time. And so we are back, better than ever, New Year 2024, here on the Pastor's Porch. We are bringing you a topic that is very broad, um, but it is one that is scripturally based, and Jesus mentions it, it's talked about throughout all scriptures, and so today we are going to be discussing fasting. We're going to be discussing. Discussing, wow. <laughs> discussing. That's perfect. Discussing. I mean, sometimes fasting is disgusting. At times. At, at times. times. Discussing. Talking about, conversating about all the words, fasting mm-hmm. today here on the Pastor's Porch. Hey man, we're so glad to be back. It has been three long weeks. Um, enjoyed taking a little downtime. Yes. Enjoyed Christmas, uh, family in town and going around and all the, I mean, we was running, running, running and gunning. Now it's a happy new year. So happy new year to you, and uh, thank you for being here with us. We do want to talk about fasting today, um, because each January, we as a church enter into a season of fasting. Typically, we do 21 days together corporately um, in fasting and prayer. There's other times that we'll do leadership fasts that... uh, the other pastors and deacons and uh, people we will go into together for specific needs. But the fasting that was on my heart, Pastor T, is this upcoming fast that we're going to have starting this Sunday, um, this coming Sunday, um, I guess a week uh, from now, uh, the 21st. Is that the right day? No, the 14th. 14th. See, 21 we are both, days. We are both tired, and this is what happens when you 20, record a podcast. 21 tired. days. The 14th of January. You got it. We're starting the 14th of January if you want to jump in with us for a 21-day fast. We're so looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. Um, And so I want to talk about first, Pastor T, if you can just help me, what is fasting? When you think about fasting, maybe not a biblical definition of it, but to you, what is the first thing you think of when you think about your fasting it could be this upcoming specific one or just in general what do you think of so when i just one there's a lot of terms and different categories Mm -hmm. of fasting so Mm -hmm. just a broad something broad that i think about when i think of fasting it is it is giving up something you enjoy yeah that's the simplest Mm -hmm. definition that i Mm -hmm. i uh comes to my mind giving something that you gratify your flesh giving up something that you gratify your flesh with Um, And I actually just talked to our youth about this. I said, I'll never fast broccoli. I don't like it. Yeah, that'd be too easy. Be too easy. Yeah, you'd you'd ace that one. And so, like, it wouldn't, to me, it's not a fast because I'm not wanting, ever wanting to eat broccoli. And so, just the simplest definition, not trying to get too spiritual or, or anything, is you're literally giving up something that gratifies or some gratifies your flesh or something that you enjoy. Right. Yeah. 
yes, and I I I would agree. Broccoli is something. I don't know if I enjoy it. I tolerate it. I guess I could fast off broccoli. It wouldn't wouldn't be a big deal to me. But um, you tell if me if I had get, to fast off meat, I've yeah, done that before. Give up coconut cream pie. Yeah. That's hard. lemon pie, yeah, mm, cheesecake, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that's a little bit harder, right? Cup of coffee, we enjoy that. coffee. You did that last year, didn't you? I did. How was that? The first few days were very hard. <laughs> did you? Was it all? Did you do decaf coffee or no? No, coffee. no coffee, water only. I'd be praying for the Lord to come back if I was in the middle of a the, no coffee. The day. first, I, I'm telling you, the first three or four days, my head pounded. Sure. Well, because you drink enough coffee for two of us <laughs> on a regular day, so I'm sure your head was It's like water for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I will say this. For me, I guess fasting is, when I think of fasting, I think of very similar definition to you. I think of depriving our flesh of something it wants in order to grow deeper in relationship with God. Yes. So just, just exactly what you just basically said. Um, depriving something... Um, that we are either used to, correct, or desire, or uh, get the gratification from, and with the intent of growing closer to God. That's the important part. Yeah, that we don't talk about enough in the church. Well, fasting in our culture now, even I have partaken in what is called intermittent fasting. Sure. Now, I would not—I'd be a liar if I said there's not been a spiritual part of this that has helped sure. me as well, but. It has become uh, more of a, a daily, cliche. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's become a way of living, not correct. necessarily a spiritual thing. And, and I don't think there's for a any, lot of people. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong to be able to have both of those. Right. Yeah. When no, it, we eat but too much. It, yeah, correct. Culture, absolutely. But yeah. when it comes to the the spiritual side of fasting, I still just me personally don't think it's talked about enough of the importance of replacing those. Yes, things that you this. give up yeah. of something to do with the Lord. A few years ago. Prayer time, yes. Bible yes. time, worship yes. time. Yes. That's the importance of yes. in those moments where, you know, like if I'm going to go get a cup of coffee in those moments where if I'm fasting coffee, well, guess what? In the morning, one of the very first things I do, I shower, I pray, I brush yeah. my teeth, I make a cup of coffee. I- so instead of that, yeah. it would be shower, pray, brush my yeah. teeth, and then spend more time, something right then. Yes. Replacing the, the, the selfish or yes. fleshly desires yes. with spiritual implications. Well, I'll tell you, man, for me, and not that wasn't nobody teaching on it. Look, I, I think we got to realize not everybody's doing the same thing in the same season, and this may be a conversation for another day, but we just think everyone's supposed to be on the level we're at. In our faith. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things are worked out. Correct. Tithing. When I first came to Jesus and started following Jesus, there was teaching on tithing in the church. There was preaching on tithing in the church. I wasn't ready to receive that because I, I just wasn't spiritually mature enough to understand. Sure. That took a few years before I got to that place. Fasting was just like that. Mm-hmm. I was probably, in all seriousness... Uh, what am I now, 38? I was probably over 30 before I even tried. Sure. Um, well, we get we get so caught up on the what. Yeah. We get yeah. so caught up on... I didn't understand it. Well, I'm, I'm giving this up, and I'm giving this up on... And, well, what are you fasting? What are you giving right, up? Right, right, yeah. That, just me personally, like, if 
if it's something of middle school value to a lot of people, but it means something to that individual who's giving it up and is actually replacing yes. that time yes. with the Lord. That's the growth. That's the growth. Well, that's the important that's the important part. So we had even probably done fast as the church and stuff, but somewhere somewhere in the last six, seven years of my life, fasting has become vital. I'm talking vital. To me personally, I will individually go into times of fasting. I will corporately go into times of fasting. Leadership, like I said earlier, will go. But for Zach, the last few years, it's become important. But I remember a few years ago, the first time we did a 21-day fast, I it was either the first or the second time. I remember that I went into my pantry, and uh, I can't remember if I was doing like all sweet foods and all salt. Like, all the snacks, right? I was trying to sure. eat, they call it like the caveman diet, right? Like, basically meats and vegetables, couldn't eat nothing else. No processed foods, I think, was my thing. And I remember I put a, <laughs> I put a sign on my pantry door that said, go away and pray. <laughs> you can't be here. <laughs> and it was at eye level for me. And so, like, everybody, kids, else, did, everybody else was cool with it. But going in me, the pantry all the time. <laughs> and so when I'd get in the middle of the night, dude, and I wrote some verses on it, and it sounds it sounds silly, but I don't think it's silly to God because I took literally a notebook paper. I wrote, go away and pray, and I wrote some scriptures, and I don't remember what scriptures they were, but I wrote some scriptures to where literally I had to go past that to get into the pantry. Mm-hmm. Well, it changed. It made it a lot easier. Yeah. Because it reminded me that, hey, you're just not dieting. You're not dieting. Yeah. You are fasting with an expectation that you're going to utilize that time to meet with God. Well, I, I literally just spoke this to our youth this uh, last week because I wanted them to be prepared and have a knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. what fasting mm-hmm. is before we mm-hmm. went into it as a church. Um, because in my mind, as simple as this, if you have a relationship with the Lord, you should fast. Yeah. And so that's what I told him. Like, yeah. you know, it's not just for adults, it's for everybody. No. And, yeah. and, but I was just, God I was just telling them, I took the, uh, um, the passage of Jesus with the temptation in the wilderness. And during those, that 40 days where he's fasted, he was, it was during those days he was tempted, right? Nobody, everybody thinks it was, bef- you know, before or after, but Luke is very clear on it that, and during these days, during the time where he was hungered, he was being tempted. Um, and I just told him, like, a full fast takes focus. Mm-hmm. And the Lord just put it out to me. You know, we use that temptation in the wilderness, talking about, you know, when you were tempted, what you were supposed to do and all this. But what I what I just told him is how, how cunning and how sneaky the enemy was to try to even use Scripture against God, mm. against Jesus himself. Think about that. Right? Think about that. And mm. if Jesus wasn't focused... Mm. on what the Father was calling him to in that time, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have been able to combat the enemy. Now, obviously, Jesus, okay? Sure. But I I apply that to our life Mm -hmm. um, of being focused and putting boundaries up and having things to stay focused on your fast. And I literally, at the very end of uh, my sermon to the youth, uh, we love to do reflection time um, Mm -hmm. and have some questions that we Mm -hmm. can talk about in a group. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions I asked was, hey, how can you stay focused to the fa- through the fast to completion? Like, what are some attainable goals mm-hmm. if you were to fast 
that you could do. Mm-hmm. And one of them, just like you said, one of them was like put a reminder up somehow, some way that it reminds <laughs> you constantly, right? It's well, like one that, of my kids is probably, no. That actually wasn't. It was somebody else. Well, there you go. Which is yeah. a good thing. But it was just, you know, you saying that is um, we, we, we try to make things way too hard when sometimes of the simplicities – uh, of of life, even though they may seem silly, is actually what helps us stay focused through all that. Well, we forget like like fasting is a very serious thing, right? Like yes, when you look throughout Scripture, Old Testament, New Testament, when the people were called to fast, I mean, I mean, whether you go to the Book of Daniel, whether you go even further back in the Old Testament, I mean, you want to see a fast? Go to the Book of Jonah. Sure. Nineveh, everybody fasted. And not just everybody. They made the animals fast. <laughs> yeah. My dog would go nuts if I didn't <laughs> feed. Could you imagine? But but they fasted and God spared Nineveh. A sure. great revival came down. Then Jonah got mad because they all got right. I never understood that. But that we'll talk about Jonah another day. But all of these fasts were intentional. And this Correct. is the one thing I try to get when, when, when I, when I, the last time I speak about the fast before it begins, probably Wednesday night, my last words to the church or this, even maybe they hear this this week, it would be this. We're not all going to fast the same thing. Yeah. We're not all going to fast the same way, but we can all take this serious Correct. in our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter in your life, what I'm fasting from, unless the Holy Spirit has said, fast this for Pastor T, fast this for sure. T and Courtney or something like that. But it, but on a regular, on a regular whip for just us, it matters to God. It matters to God. When we, when we say like one time, one of my kids was like, all right, dad, I'm going no popcorn. All right. Popcorn is like a huge thing in my house. It's the number one snack. And one of my kids was like, dad, I'm going 21 days, no salty snacks, no popcorns, no chips, no nothing. And at first, one of my other kids was kind of like busting him about it. It was like, come on, dude. And, but then 10 or 12 days into that, you've deprived your body of that. And it sounds, it could sound childish, but isn't that what we're called to have faith like as a child? Man? Yeah. You think that the depriving of that didn't open the opportunity for some growth and some prayer time. And I remember I remember them going to their room and saying, I'm not going to eat the snack. I'm going to go pray. I'm going to go sit with God. And um, I think you said it. We overcomplicate it. Well, yeah. And, and the Bible is pretty clear in Matthew 6 that we're not supposed to appear into men for our fast. No. It's not for that. Yeah. The one that gets me, can I talk about it? Oh, can I say Just it? say it. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Go ahead. I'm going to fast off social media while I'm making a social media post while drawing attention to myself that I'm going to fast off social media so that everybody knows that I'm fasting. That one. Yeah. Okay. I Hey, I have times in my life have fasted off social media. I had times in my life probably made that same post. But can we just agree we don't do that? <laughs> Can we just agree? Well, I guess I know what I'm not doing next Sunday. It's one thing. It's one thing to say I'm not going to be on social media. I've done it. Like I'm raising my hand. Oh yeah. For, for those I've, of you I've listening, been guilty. My hand is in the air. I've been guilty. Of but the I thought same about this. Thing. 
I thought about this was like, isn't that the exact opposite of what the Holy Ghost is probably telling it, you? It me? literally is the exact opposite of what Matthew 6 says. Yeah. So that, I've done it. I have done it. I know I have. If you search my Facebook history, you would find that No, I think statement. you created a new Facebook. I did? Then. Okay. Well, at one time, you would have found that. Um, but then I was like, Lord, don't let me tell. It doesn't It doesn't matter. Correct. It matters to the Holy Spirit. Now, you and I talk about them some, and I think that's okay. And I don't even have a problem if somebody tells somebody they're fasting. But I, I think um, we can miss it. Absolutely. I think we can miss it if it becomes about the thing more than him. Yeah. And if it becomes more about the thing... When you're making it apparent to everybody. Yeah, I think there's just a... I think we should just... Again. Understand. Get away from the what and focus on the heart. Amen. Let's talk about one more thing. I got to talk about one more thing before we go. I got to talk about one more thing. Listen to this. These are some of the most intriguing verses in the New Testament to me. Matthew 17, 20 and 21. Jesus said, because of your unbelief. I said, if you have the... Faith of a mustard seed, you will say into this mountain, remove and uh, go to the further place and it will remove and nothing is impossible for you. How be it, this part goes out by nothing but prayer and mm. fasting. If you remember, this was a young man that was, I think it was the one getting thrown into the fire. He kept getting thrown into the fire by the demons. They were attacking him and throwing him into the fire and the disciples couldn't get Remember, they couldn't cast out the demon yeah, like the Jesus. Boy, yeah. Right, uh-huh. Remember? And uh, the father's wanting the demons cast out of him and all that. And Jesus just tells him, like, he says... He's like burning himself and drowning mm-hmm, at the same time. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always thought about this. Jesus, of course, shows up and he's like, your disciples couldn't do it. And they're like, we can't do it, Jesus. You know, and they're like, he's like, what? Where's your faith? But I will say this, that second part, I think it's verse 21, that says this part only comes out by prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. So let me flip this just another way. And I, we don't have to get into the casting out of demons. We've had several conversations about that, um, but we could. But your fast is for the benefit of of your spiritual warfare. 100%. People don't realize that all of us are in spiritual warfare. All the time. People crack me up because they're like, I don't believe, this is so silly. People will tell me things like this. I don't know why. I just have an inviting face, I think. But it says, it says, um, I don't believe in spiritual warfare. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Even though the Bible says the principalities and the powers of the air. Whether you want to be or not, you are engaged. You are a born again child of the most high God. Dwelling in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not disrupted by space, time, or distance. The kingdom of God is a part of every believer on planet earth and in heaven and the, the realm that we can't see. We're all a part of that, that are in Christ. So if you're a part of that, guess what? You are in spiritual warfare. If you're born again, you are a part of spiritual warfare. Yeah. But this is interesting because I feel like we don't talk about this enough. That like, this is for your spiritual betterment. 
I mean, what have you asked God to, what have you asked God to show you? You know, I, I feel like this is like mm-hmm. people like, like right now there is some serious stuff. I am, I am so excited. I'm fasting for, does that make sense? Like sure. I'm fasting for direction, blah, 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 you know, in these areas uh, that I've already set aside and I've already made notes for me. Um, answers I need, just to be honest, as a, as a leader in the church, answers I desire for the betterment of this church body. Mm-hmm. It's not even really a, a personal thing on that end. There's some things I want for the betterment of the people here that I lead. Um, and then on on the other end, there's I have personal reasons too. But all of this, these, de- these demons wouldn't leave except what was happening. Prayer. Yeah. And fasting. I fully believe that there are some things in individuals' lives that aren't going to be shown to them except through prayer and fasting. 100%. You're right. You're right. I mean, I've experienced it. Yeah. yeah. Through fasting and praying, there have been some things that the Lord has revealed in myself that I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. how did I not know this? Mm-hmm. How was I not aware of this? How had nobody told me about mm-hmm. it kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so... um I know probably some people are thinking, well, what, what, name the chapter and the verse and the page number it's on where it's biblical like that. Well, just my relationship with Jesus, just the abiding in him and the scriptures that I read in the intentionality of who I know he is. Mm -hmm. There are things that he will show us when we deny our flesh and invite him to be more part of our lives. Yeah. Hebrews eleven six, you know. Yeah. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, right? Correct. For to come to Him, you must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Well, I got news for you. If you're gonna walk past the cheesecake aisle every day of your life, oh man, and you're gonna take, oh, uh, one time I did meat, no meat. I did that as well. <laughs> that was the darn. Listen, <laughs> it was a great fast. I hey, enjoyed it. You want to know something? That was awful. I I did a no meat diet and I hated eating salads at the time. Yeah, I'm a I'm a salad lover. I know, but imagine you're not. Imagine that was probably hard for you. What did you eat? <laughs> I potatoes? don't remember. Did you eat potatoes I, out of a can. I or remember something? I had a lot of omelets. Oh, so you did eggs? I did do eggs. I think I did eggs because it wasn't technically meat. Right. Yeah. But I think I had I mean, a lot of omelets. It was growing into but meat. If if <laughs> you really if you really want to look at what it. <laughs> well, it is, yeah. We don't have to get into that. But when if you really you really want to look at it, I I lost. I kid you not. I lost like twenty five thirty pounds. Yeah, can I, I get, looked. Yeah, I looked like I was sick. It was actually when Courtney and I got engaged. That was a long time ago. Oh, you showed me that picture. But yeah, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. This is a suggestion. If you do the no meat diet, because I was trying to do it for thirty days, um, diet fasting, I was depriving myself of meat. It was when Burger King had come out with a veggie whopper or something like that. <laughs> For us. In all honesty, of all the fake meat stuff I ate, it was pretty good. It was on the top two. But I'm going to tell you what happened. Because it was so burned. Yeah, it just tasted, I could taste the, the grill, right? So what What I will tell you this for sure, and anybody's going to do like the Daniel Fast or, or sure. something like that, they need to know what I'm fixing to say. Do not eat all the processed junk. I think it's like half sawdust. All that, like, 
whatever it is, like wannabe chicken nuggets, but they ain't real chicken. I ate a burger like that. I ate a chicken like that. I ate a breakfast. Listen, just don't eat it. I'm telling you, I got sick as a dog uh, about 20 days into that fast, and I had to break it at like 25 days because I literally, I have never had such horrible feelings. And I'm not talking about like the first two or three days of a fast where your body's adjusting to it. I'm talking about it made me physically ill. I would have been better off if I had just ate the beans, the fruits, the vegetables, you know, the, the yeah. salads, the the uh, eggs. But when I just was only getting that fake sawdust, Parmesan cheese, protein, whatever it was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was the nastiest stuff. It made me sick. And it made my wife sick. And so we decided... Hey, if we ever do the no meat again, um, we are not doing that. That was awful. Moral of the story is do what the Lord's asking you to do. Yes. Give up what the Lord's asking you to give up. He'll provide a way. 100%. He'll provide a way. Because I, I, I do want to say this before we, we go, because um, I'm guilty of this too, but I think a lot of times um, we choose what we want to fast because we know what we choose will be easier than what mm-hmm. the Lord's choosing for us. Um, and so... I say that with all 10 fingers pointed at me. And so know that when you're listening to this is that's not a knock on you. That's that's just that's truth is we need to honestly be prayed up before our fast and to know what the Lord is wanting us to give up and yeah. how he's wanting us to grow closer in our walk in our relationship with him. Well, and that's exactly right. Just like you talked about the broccoli earlier. We can all pick something that doesn't challenge us. Um, and I would say this too. I want to say this too. But pick something that the Holy Spirit leads you to. But also, man, if, if you set out to do this 21-day fast, or maybe maybe you've never fasted, and you're going to do a one-day fast, or, or maybe you, you've never um, went 24 hours. Some people have medical conditions that they can't go 48, sure. 72 hours without food. Um, I remember the first... 10 times I tried to go two days, you know, I'd get 36 hours in and just crumble, you know, um, give yourself grace. Absolutely. Like, like, like the Lord is looking at your heart, you know, hundred percent. Just, just like, I mean, you go find every new Testament parable where Jesus is looking at the inner man and not the outer man. Okay. You go find them. And then you put that into your fasting life. And remember that you may make it 15 days, right? And then all of a sudden, on the 15th day, you eat a cheeseburger and you were going to do the no meat, you know, Daniel-style fast or something. I don't think God's sitting in heaven like, oh, look at you. They done messed up. Oh, depart from me, you worker of a nigga. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not the character of God. I just, I think about Grace, man. I absolutely, I think about the, uh, the example of the woman who... Literally brought the alabaster jar. Yeah, and they were all yeah. like, "Really? Look she's breaking. She's yeah. she's breaking perfume on you." And yeah. Jesus is like, "She's giving me everything she had." Mm. Mm. And that is that's how I have dealt with the fasting with my kids in my own self is learning, um, just like all the things you've taught in your life. You've got to start somewhere. Correct. I mean, I have these guys. These like super saints. Like I go forty days. I'm like. Mm. Good for you. If the Holy Spirit wanted me to go 40 days, I believe he'd prepare me to go 40 days. Yeah. And um, I, I believe that is possible. And I believe there are people that have done that. 
but I'm going to do what the Holy Spirit leads me to do. Yes. And that's the most important thing. So I pray you enjoy it. Enjoy the time with God. That's that's the biggest thing about all this. You're growing in your relationship with God. You got to do the deprival, but you also got to do the growth. Yeah. That's fasting to me. Just think about this. Then when you're done with your fast, you can go back to enjoying that and have a deeper relationship with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the Pastor's Porch. If you don't have a church home, come join us at Unity Covenant Church in West Fork, Arkansas. We would love to have you. Thank you for your continual support to this podcast. Please stay tuned for more episodes. Have a great day and God bless.